Hey friends, we are celebrating the 10th birthday of Crank and Boom, and I can hardly believe that we are here. Yes, I am feeling all the feels and am just in such a celebratory mood because it's our birthday week and we can look back and really reflect and think, holy cow, we did the thing and we're still here even 10 years later. So I'm recording this episode today, not just because I'm totally excited about our 10th birthday, but I want to encourage you that you can make it here too. And to remind you, wherever you are in the timeline of your business, it's important to take a minute and look where you are now and to celebrate your wins. I'll be honest, I am not the greatest at celebrating wins. I am the type who will maybe accomplish something, say yay for a second, and then put my head down and move on to the next thing. But sometimes when we're in the thick of doing the thing and the growing and the reaching the next milestone, we forget to say, maybe we should look at the landmark of how far we've come and then be able to look behind us and think, oh man, we did all those things. Stopping to think where you've come from and where you are now in any stage of your business, it lets you know, hey, I did this. And in six months, one year, a hundred years from now, you can look back and say, hey, that went fast. It was hard. That was completely bonkers. It's fuel to keep going by giving yourself that pat on the back to remind yourself of all the things that you've done to get you where you are now. So I'm excited to talk about the 10 years that we have had in Cranky Boom's journey and also reflect on some of my favorite memories. I remember when we had our restaurant and we were out doing events during the summer. And one of the moments that really hit me that really said to me, oh man, this is like a thing that we're doing. We're just, it's not just a pipe dream. It's not just this little side job that we're doing. This is like a real thing that we're doing. And we were at one of the local art festivals. And I remember coming up to the cart and I literally counted a hundred people in line. And it was around nighttime. And I actually timed how long it would take someone in the back of that line to get to the front of the line. And it was 45 minutes, 45 minutes that somebody was willing to wait in the heat in the middle of summer to get a scoop of our ice cream during this festival. And it just blew my mind that here we were making ice cream in the back of the restaurant and trying to put together this company and this brand and showing up at all these different places. Sometimes we'd show up and nobody was there and we would lose money. But then having this moment where we had been around for a little bit and people saw the purple tent and were waiting and willing to wait 45 minutes in line for something that we created. And how profound is that? Because when you start a business, you produce something and you're lucky if your friends and family come and help support you. But for strangers to show up, for something that you made and something that you created, I mean, that was really something. And that kind of makes me cry <laughs> thinking about that moment and knowing that maybe we really were onto something really special.
Another memory that I'm really, really proud of was when we opened up our first location, our flagship location on Manchester Street in the Lexington Distillery District. It was still a pretty unknown area. It was a underdeveloped part of town. And I had just this feeling that if we were going to create this space that was going to be our flagship store, that it was going to be a love letter to our fans who had gone all over town to support us, had followed our Facebook posts about what events we were going to be at. We were starting to get into different grocery stores and how it really was all fan-fueled for us to be able to grow and to be able to go in this location. And I really, really wanted the space to be fun and unique and be a community center. It was really about bringing people together. And I knew that I wanted to host dance parties, birthday parties. I wanted people to have their special moments in this space which we have, we've hosted weddings, we've hosted rehearsal dinners, we've hosted more baby showers than I can count. And being able to be that anchor for someone to have those amazing moments in life. And one event that I'm incredibly proud of that we put together was an event called Kids Art Day. And I wanted to have this event where a local nonprofit called On The Move Art Studio would come and do an art activity for kids during, you know, from four to seven for three hours. And during that time, kids would get free ice cream. And we would also have snacks, healthy snacks, that kids who might not have access to food as much as maybe other kids would be able to get a snack, do an activity, as well as get free ice cream. And we would do this once a month. It was fantastic. We would have four, five, sometimes 600 kids come for this event. It was bananas. And I was just so proud that this is our space. This is what we're doing. And, you know, we have glitter and googly eyes and kids are running around like crazy and having fun and they're getting ice cream. And it's a way for us to connect. And it's a way to do something that's meaningful. And so this vision of becoming a community center that is this ice cream shop, it had been realized in this event called Kids Art Day. So I'm so proud of that event. We are bringing it back for our birthday week. And hopefully we will have many, many, many more times of and memories of googly eyes and other fun projects that we'll get to do together with the kids. Hey friends, Tao here, popping in to share my excitement about one of my favorite companies in the whole world, Holly Hill & Co. If you are like me and are obsessed with food, especially local food, you will appreciate those special ties that happen around the table. Holly Hill & Co. believes, like I do, that food creates connection and community unlike anything else. That's why they take care to strengthen the ties across the generations between family, the farmer, and the land, all the way to the food that ends up on your table. You can experience exactly what this means at one of Holly Hill's nine unique Central Kentucky restaurants and through their beautiful emails. If you're in Kentucky, be sure to find the nearest location and get ready for an amazing experience with the most fantastic food. 
Holly Hill's co-founder is none other than my dear friend, James Beard-nominated chef Weta Michael, who's been a force on the Kentucky food scene for over 20 years. Learn more about their incredible food community by visiting hollyhillandco.com, where you'll find stories, recipes, how-tos, and even curated gifts. Again, that's hollyhillandco.com, and let them know that Tao from Crankin'Boom sent you. If you've been listening to the show for a little bit now, you know that I believe in the emotional and magical power of food. A big part of the mission statement of Crank and Boom is igniting laughter and spreading joy. Ice cream is our gateway of delivering that to people. And Gold Belly is our partner in the actual delivery of our ice cream to all 50 states. They ship the most famous, the most regional, iconic food from all around the country right to your door. So even if you don't live in the place you grew up, but you really miss your New York bagels or Southern fluffy biscuits, you can get them shipped to wherever you'd like. Additionally, you can try foods from famous chefs like Nancy Silverton or Danny Meyer. Gold Belly is America's number one food marketplace for all your foodie dreams. If you haven't taken advantage of Gold Belly's amazing offerings, run over there right now to their website, goldbelly.com, and ship yourself a little happy today. That's goldbelly.com, and be sure to add a collection or two of Crank and Boom ice cream to your cart while you're at it. So many memories. When we started, you know, this ice cream thing in the back of our restaurant, people started requesting that we have it packed in pints. We didn't really have ice cream containers, and we just packed it in our clear soup containers. And it literally had a Thai Orchid Cafe label with whatever flavor it was. And as it started to grow and people were coming by to pick up our, you know, internal pints of ice cream to take with them as a part of their meal, I really started to have this crazy dream that maybe our ice cream could go into grocery stores one day. Only big companies do that. It's funny because what you think back then is what feels like something is impossible. Over time and once you kind of chip away at it, becomes this thing that is totally possible. So I thought the first stop, if I wanted to get into a grocery store, was to go to our local co-op. They love local stuff, and we use local ingredients, and they would be the perfect market for us to go into. And I went, and I was super nervous doing this pitch meeting. And one thing that was my advantage when I would go to these different pitch meetings was, can I bring you ice cream? And that would be my way to kick my foot into the door. Everyone appreciated having a meeting that would involve eating ice cream. So I would go to pitch meetings and sample the product and talk about what we're doing and the vision behind the company and why we're doing what we're doing. Talk about logistics, which I had no idea what that was like, talking about pricing and barcodes, and I didn't know about any of that stuff. So every time we would go in to a new place and they would have certain requirements, it would be a new challenge for us. So when we got into Whole Foods, it took probably six months to get through all the red tape and get our product through the system. It definitely was not a linear process, but it started as this crazy dream of maybe we can see something on the shelf of a grocery store one day. I remember very vividly thinking, 
what if we got into Kroger and basically laughing at myself? Like, that is the dumbest idea ever. Like, that would never, ever happen. And I think probably maybe two years from that moment, we were in four different Kroger stores here locally. And so being able to have that moment when we deliver product and then going in the next day after they stock the product and seeing our name and our ice cream on the shelf next to things like Ben and Jerry's and Haagen-Dazs and all these other giant names and seeing our little white pint with my handwritten label with our name, Crank and Boom, next to that, it was a profound moment that really solidified to me that no dream is impossible anymore. I just want to encourage you that if something feels really crazy and impossible, then that's the dream that you should chase because those are the most fun to fulfill. I would love for Crank and Boom to become a household name nationwide, which I think we're on the path to getting there. And I also want us to be a champion for light and positivity and joy and laughter. I think we will continue to do amazing work for our community. I think within the next couple quarters, we are going to hit the very important milestone of being able to have raised $100,000 from our small batch club program that we started in 2020. And that to me just shows you the power of what we can do together as a community. Wherever you are in your business journey, it's really important to take stock when you get a win. Even if it's a small win, and especially if it's a big win, it's easy for us to get caught up in the the things that we feel like we're not doing good enough in and take stock of all the things that are on our to-do list or I wish that I would be able to do this or I wish I was further along. It's important to know that if you set a goal and you have a win, whatever that win might look like, is to celebrate it and to take a moment to breathe and to take a moment to think about, hey, I accomplished that thing and that was hard and that took a lot of work and I'm proud of myself for that. Because when you start doubting yourself and when you start worrying about all the things that you are not, it's going to slow you down. If you can live in a state of positivity and really remember, hey, I did that thing. I've really accomplished that. I'm really proud of myself for all these things that we've done. That is the energy that you want moving forward and around yourself always because the positive is going to take you much further than the negative. Who knows what the next 10 years will be. Thank you so much for listening to the Crank and Boom podcast. If you want business advice and tactics like this every week, click that follow button wherever you listen to your podcast so you never miss an episode with us. Also, if you like what you heard today, it would mean so very much to me if you would leave us a review. That helps other people find us. And I would also love to hear more about what topics you'd like for us to dive into on the show. I can't wait to meet you here again soon. Until next time. Peace. This is a production of Four Eyes Media.